please pray with me. Holy One, help us find you in this pandemically emptied church as surely as we feel your presence when every seat is filled. We enter Advent in the turn of the church year seeking you as our sure hope and our true redemption. Amen. Please be seated, although you might want to get up for this first sentence. Happy New Church Year! <laughs> we arrive at this first Sunday of Advent, the beginning of the year of Mark's Gospel. Every year, First Advent proclaims the second coming of Jesus, not the sweet baby of his human coming. Each year, we are reminded that Jesus' perception of time is absolutely unlike our own. Jesus' time, God's time, is complete, whole. It happens all at once, right now, within eternity. Our kind of time is just a particle of Jesus' time, securely held within his. Our present experience of apocalyptic COVID and division can be a sign to us of God's imminent presence. In the Gospel reading today, Jesus is speaking to his four original disciples outside the temple in Jerusalem just before their last supper together. He is trying to give them an inkling of his own visionary sense of who he is and of what must be. He uses words about cosmic disturbance from the book of Daniel, recounting the time of the conquering Seleucid king Antiochus Epiphanes. Just ahead of today's reading, Jesus reminded his disciples of the desolating sacrilege when Antiochus in 167 BCE before Jesus, had sacrificed a pig on the temple altar to a deified image of himself. That began the Maccabean War, an apocalyptic period which was as close before Jesus' time as the Civil War is close before our time. crisis happens. It changes our patterns and what we hold most important. An apocalyptic event and crisis happened in Mark's time even worse than Antiochus. 
In 70 CE, the Roman Emperor Nero sent an army to put down the Jewish revolt. The army destroyed Jerusalem, massacred its residents, and razed the temple to the ground. The Gospel writer portrays Jesus speaking prophetically of both past and future apocalyptic catastrophes. This year, we come to Advent in our own crisis time. We can name our long pandemic to be apocalyptic as we face death and pray for salvation. Antiochus may be an archetype of the unnerving political maneuvering under which we have been struggling. Today, I am surprisingly comforted by the words of the gospel describing inevitable suffering as part of what must be. We are asked to practice for the ultimate end by staying faithful and awake while one temporal alarm succeeds another. An alarm rang on all the phones at our house as I was writing this, all over the house. A new state practice was happening which will alert us whenever COVID-19 is claiming rising numbers. Stay awake, it says. Take care of each other. When this alarm goes off, you are walking in sacred times. Wear your mask. The gospel ex expects world order will be broken. This year, nothing is certain. I have a hard time leaving the safety of my house in these days. So it is comforting to hear that our time is like other times anticipated by Jesus. They are a gift, these times. We are compelled to pray unceasingly. We learn to respond in new ways. We join together and march in the streets. Another comforting image from today's lesson is the lesson of the fig tree. Every year, the fig, tree, fig tree's branches become tender and put forth leaves. When spring happens, we know the Son of Man is near at the very gates in blossoming glory. For us, though, this word about the fig tree grows sharper. The fig tree also says, stay awake. Climate change is interrupting normal patterns. In this apocalyptic time, we are forced into new patterns of waiting for the Christ to appear. On YouTube, we watch faithfully our services take place. The mostly empty church 
pulls us into recalling our love for each other. How could we have known that being together gave us such a strong bond? We were breathing together, taking communion together, standing side by side at the altar. Now we are like Psalm 137 by the waters of Babylon. There we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. The gift of apocalypse is to teach us the emotions of scripture. We are there. Another gift is the call to take this scripture seriously. One of our diocesan deacons is a nurse in the emergency room at Abington Jefferson. He says, please be careful during the holidays. We are already short-staffed at the hospital. Fellow clergy, preach the apocalypse hard this week. So I have done my best to do that because I realize standing in this empty church how much I love and miss you all who should be sitting here with me. May our Advent be filled with deep affection and prayer for each other as we watch for the Christ to enfold us into our lives and his life. Amen. <laughs>